Good evening. This is Dr. B with Addiction Recovery Channel. Uh, I came home tonight. It's about 1030 in Orange County, California. And I was going through some of the comments that I'm looking at right now. And I saw a really, really great comment and a question. And I just kind of wanted to address it and make a little video here. Uh, it's from uh, a young lady named Anonymous. I'm just going to read the comment to you. It says, can you possibly make a video on how hospitals handle, handle patients that need surgery while on Suboxone? If I get into a car accident or something, do I need to fear not being able to receive pain medication in extreme circumstances? Also, I'm concerned about post-operative pain management. I've been putting off having a particular surgery for fear of not being able to take painkillers during recovery. I have chronic back pain and neck pain and would benefit greatly from this surgery. This is something I will discuss with my sur surgeon when the time comes, but can you offer some insight, maybe peace of mind for Suboxone patient, patients? Absolutely, this is a great question. They're all good questions. I'm going to break it down to small pieces. Let's take the first one where it says, if you are in a car accident or if you need emergency surgery and you are on Suboxone, Here's what the recommendations are. If you go into the hospital and you're on, let's say, 24 milligrams of Suboxone a day, okay, and you've had um, a, a trauma, traumatic event, and you broke your bone and you need to go to the OR <clears throat> and you can speak, at that point, you want to let them know that you are on Suboxone 24 milligrams, okay? And the general recommendation right now is they just give the pain medication on top of the Suboxone if that pain medication is, in, is necessary. For example, a severe compound fracture that's sticking out and they need to go to the OR, you're going to need pain medication. Depending on when you got the Suboxone, if you took it just an hour before the uh, you came to the hospital, or if you got it eight hours before you got to the hospital, they're supposed to, let's say they want to give you 24 milligrams of morphine. Let's just say that. The numbers don't add up, but let's just say that. They should just start giving the pain medication on top of your Suboxone. You're getting intravenous fluids, and little by little, the Suboxone is going to start wearing off depending on when you took the Suboxone, and the pain medication they're giving you will take over, okay? And that's how that is going to go. It might not be a bad idea to carry a card or bracelet saying you're a Suboxone patient, and hopefully when you get to the emergency department and the team that takes over is familiar with managing Suboxone versus straight opiate medications, which are called full agonists, something like morphine. Um, you will not go into precipitated withdrawal if you're given a straight opiate agonist on top of the Suboxone you're on. It's the other way when you go into precipitated withdrawal. For example, if you're taking morphine and all of a sudden you add Suboxone, you can go into precipitated withdrawal depending on how long you've been taking the morphine and if there's addiction. So in short, when you get there, you let them know you're on Suboxone and they're supposed to proceed as if you're not on Suboxone, okay? And that's how that goes. Now, let's say you're in a situation where you're completely unconscious. Well, they're not going to know anyway and they're going to give you the pain medication I'm not going to comment on whether you feel the pain or not. You know, if you're that unconscious, you need to be intubated. 
uh, they will just start giving you the pain medication and over time the Suboxone will wear off depending on when you took it and how much you took. So that takes care of that. Now let's talk about planned surgeries versus emergent surgical painful events or procedures. Let's talk about planned surgeries. Same thing with a planned surgery, let's say in this case, we're talking about a breast reduction. Uh, the best thing to do is communication between the care providers and education back and forth. So you're going to have a breast reduction, okay? The way it should go down is before the breast, and you're on 24 milligrams of Suboxone. Hopefully it goes down this way. You let your surgeon know, you let your Suboxone doctor or your addiction doctor or whoever's managing it know. They communicate with each other, and let's assume the surgeon doesn't know anything about Suboxone, uh, but your addiction doctor or your Suboxone doctor should ask this, what is the pain management before the surgery, during the surgery, and after the surgery? And once he's well informed, you should guide and plan your pain management with the surgeon. For example, uh, what do I do? And one of the things that should happen is you do not come off the Suboxone when you go into the surgery. They continue, and that, those are the current recommendations. They continue as if you are not on Suboxone. And post-surgery, depending on what kind of pain you're going to be in, whoever wants to can co-manage or take over the pain. Let me give you an example, okay? I recently had uh, I have this all the time. Sometimes I run into problems, but I recently had a lady who actually had a procedure on her breast, but it was secondary to a disease process. And the doctor called me beforehand. I said, keep her on the Suboxone. Post-op, please try and use a different kind of medication such as Toradol, which is not an opiate-based medication. And he informed me, usually these patients get away with three to five days of uh, a very low dose narcotic. In that case, I kept her on the Suboxone, increased the Suboxone dose for additional pain, and followed with her very closely. That's about it. Um, the key here is communication between providers, and I hope you get that, and education for the patient so they don't have the fear and anxiety of having the surgery done. I hope that helps. Uh, this is Dr. B with Addiction Recovery Channel. If you like the contents that you're hearing, please advocate and promote our position. We are a nonprofit program. Subscribe to the right on the link below and go ahead and press the bell. Thank you very much and have a great night.